0: There once was a ship that put to sea, and the name of the ship was the Billy OT. The winds blew harder, bowed it down below my bully boys blow. <gasps> Soon may the wellermen come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go. She'd not been two weeks from shore and down on her right well board.
1: Hey guys. <laughs> welcome to the podcast
0: hey oh, shanties what those are called yeah they're called sea shanties, sea shanties. I love those <laughs> there's nothing anything second to uh, a black woman's pipes is an Irish man's pipes yeah I mean
1: <laughs> I think there was a point in the pandemic where the entire world went crazy and for was obsessed sea with sea shanties yeah. for a solid two weeks it was very bizarre It was. Um, welcome
0: Welcome. How you doing? I'm alright. I'm alright. Um, uh, I hope everyone who's listening is doing well, and I hope you guys have all subscribed to this uh, podcast
1: and told your friends to subscribe
0: and left a review.
1: Your families as well, even your enemies,
0: co-workers,
1: all of them. Just the whole gang, mm.
0: the whole
1: cast of the TV show that is your life,
0: because you're all valid. Well, I was going to say because you're all the. Um, Main character Yeah, all the main characters In your life
1: In your life, yeah Welcome welcome to Two Truths and a Dirty Lie A podcast where we discuss
0: Facts, figures and weird things from the past I'm your host, Des And
1: I'm your other host, TMT And this week we shall be discussing One of my favourite things ever Piracy Not making fake DVDs No Stealing the king's gold
0: Oh, you mean OG piracy OG
1: piracy Um, And
0: the seas were rough and the men were tough
1: (laughs) And the um, sea shanties sounded like everyone smoked um, five (laughs) packs of (coughs) cigarettes every day
0: You currently sound like you smoke five (laughs) packs of cigarettes every day (laughs) I do not, that's just my voice Yeah, fair I'm excited Yeah Well, Tim Tai is going to give me three quote-unquote facts And I have to figure out what is true and what is the dirty lie? And he's chosen piracy because...
1: Pirates make me laugh. They're just funny people. They were like people that essentially were dissatisfied with their lives on land. Mm. And just doing what they were told. And, and they're, they're like,
0: we're like, going to make a whole new world. They were
1: like, the world... I mean, it's, it's really a thing. There was the new world and the old world. And there was like a lot in between that. And these guys chose to live...
0: In the in-between.
1: In the in-between... And just do their thing. Because that the, that
0: we spoke about Bonnie. yeah, we did. <laughs> we did speak about Amponi, yeah.
1: Very um, I will. I will talk about her here, but very, oh. very briefly. Okay. Yeah. So are you ready for your um, so today's fact? Your your truth and non-truth.
0: My truth and the dirty lie.
1: Your truth and the dirty non-truth. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, fact one. Mm. The most successful black pirate of all time mm-hmm. is known as Black Jesus. Oh, no. And he <laughs> was, he interned on Blackbeard's ship. Okay. And he eventually struck out on his own.
0: Black Jesus? There's a TV show called Black Jesus, wasn't there? Really? There was briefly, thing. briefly. Okay, now, uh, Blackbeard, a very famous pirate. Yeah, Blackbeard of... was a famous pirate. Okay. He,
1: Blackbeard was also known for, he was like the incubator hub because he trained a lot of people that would go on to be very respected, wealthy pirates in their own so right. So
0: basically, he was the paystack of pirates. He was the paystack of pirates. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Um,
1: like Blackbeard, but from West Africa. Okay. Yeah. Um, two.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The most successful female pirate in history yes. was a Chinese woman. Yes. Who retired after um you know she was so successful at piracy that when she retired she was just allowed to live on her own and do her thing. Just go back home.
0: I like that. Yeah. It's like you're so good at this, that's just It's
1: just like, you know, like they actually negotiated her surrender. Like she <laughs> had a legal team and everything and they were like, just <laughs> go home.
0: I like that. Okay. Yeah? Yeah, I'll take that.
1: And three, the most successful pirate heist in history yes. was worth over $19 million today.
0: Worth over $19 million today? Today. Okay. Um,
1: so which do you think is the lie?
0: So, first of all, I will say that I know the most successful Pirate ever Is the Chinese woman
1: Okay No no I said the most successful sexu- One is the most successful Pirate ever
0: Yeah The one is the most Successful, successful heist. heist ever So the one about The most successful pirate Being a Chinese woman Yeah I know that one is true Yes Because I know her name Okay um, I know a bit about her story um, I'm trying to think Like Like could there have been a black Jesus on Blackbeard's ship? And would I have missed that? <laughs> Cause, <laughs> cause, uh,
1: there were a lot of pirates on Blackbeard's ship. I know, I and know. He, had, he, had, he had so many different... Yeah. True, he did have a fleet, he a fleet. So
0: you're saying he's a member of the fleet. Maybe yeah. not like his like crew, like famous crew.
1: I mean, he, he had a rotation as so. well.
0: Mm, true. True. Um, Oh, Black Jesus Black Jesus sounds like the type of nickname A pirate would take
1: It, would, it does
0: um, <clears throat> Most successful heist Being over $19 million Is very believable Because mm-hmm. I mean these people basically They used to run like the Caribbean They take that. <laughs> That's believable You know what I'm going to choose the lie As Black Jesus Wow
1: Wow! All right. One day I'm going to get you.
0: Wait, did I get it right?
1: But it's not today. One day I'm going to get you, but today is not the. I got it right. Got it right.
0: Oh, it's <laughs> so happy. I sound less excited than normal because <laughs> I don't have my coffee. <laughs> oh, lovely. Um, okay. Are
1: you Are you excited to get into it?
0: I'm very excited. I've watched a lot of pirate, um like tv shows mm-hmm. i really love the pirate ones there's yeah. one on blackbeard that's based on blackbeard mm. um and then there's another there's like a new hbo comedy kind of uh, one.
1: Oh yeah the F- our flag something yeah taika TV yeah, taika yeah.
0: W- and there's a, this i a love them i like self-puncher kind of <laughs> lie, <laughs> but i love them do have good stories okay yeah. let's go let's go let's go okay. um so the lie is black jesus yeah it's black jesus Ah, uh, Okay, so you want to start with
1: a lie? Yeah, let's start with a lie. Okay. So the truth is, the most successful black pirate of all time yeah. was a man who had been, you know, stolen from West Africa okay. as a slave. Mm-hmm. And he eventually became Black Caesar. Black He eventually became Black Caesar.
0: Black Caesar, I like that.
1: Yeah, Black Caesar.
0: I actually prefer that to Black Jesus.
1: I know it's a it's a very um, it's more apt for it's someone that's apt. ruling uh, yeah. that rules you know his little crew. Okay, so he was
0: was he was he uh, what Nigerian or Ghanaian? He was just we just they just, just say from West Africa. They just know
1: he was West African. Mm. Um, so his story is pretty interesting. He was during the golden age of piracy. Mm. Black Caesar was. Um, Most of the black pirates were around the Caribbean, you know. There were a few upstarts here and there. But no one really, you know, had a ship. No one really had a fleet. Yeah. What made Black Caesar different was that on land, he had been a chieftain of a tribe. And as the chieftain, he was also a warrior. So he would go around to different, you know, spaces, conquer here and there, take slaves here and there, do his thing. Now, one time he got tricked by some... British pirates oh yeah they um, they lured him with a watch and they told him that they had more expensive um, items on their ship and he just had to go with them blah 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 help them get it off the ship and then and move. then
0: they kidnapped him
1: they kidnapped him and his crew now as their ship was going towards the Caribbean they,
0: they mutinied
1: there was a massive shipwreck
0: oh
1: right But before the shipwreck, something very important had happened. Black Caesar was so feared and respected on the ship that the captains had their own... You know, the captains always have their staff, like their first mates and their, you know, people Mm. that just handle things for them. One of them was a man called Tom. Tom was also black. Okay. But Tom was just so scared of Black Caesar that he became a reverse Uncle Tom... <laughs> and when not a reverse Uncle Tom. Yeah, so so, uh,
0: say what an Uncle Tom is for people who might not. Yeah, know. so
1: basically in slavery, an Uncle Tom would be like a slave that
0: was on the white man's side. Yeah,
1: on the white man's side, or um, a slave that black people would use to, as a whisperer to the white man essentially mm-hmm. like, the one, like, like the middle man <laughs> yeah exactly
0: but Uncle Tom in today's like lingo and Uncle Tom is seen as like a betrayer to the race yeah
1: the well someone who just cozies up to the so, enemy yeah cozies yeah.
0: up to white people white people yeah, yeah.
1: so basically um, Black Sita was on the ship he was a slave but he mm-hmm. was still feared and they had like a black guy another black guy on the ship who had more you know um, rights and more freedoms yeah. So they would use him. They needed Black Caesar to do something, or him or his people to do something, they would send that black guy to go to Black Caesar and talk to him. Yo, please I beg we need some people to roll this thing. We need some people to move this stuff around. And Black Caesar would be like, oh, okay, can't, you can take those two boys there, you know. He was on the ship as a slave and they still needed permission to do stuff. So when the ship got into this massive hurricane as they were about to enter the Americas, Black Caesar said, no, we should not be going towards the hurricane. We should be going in the opposite direction. The captain was like, no, we should be going towards the hurricane. We're almost there. We're almost in the Americas. And he mutinied, took over the ship. Oh. Yeah, he took over the ship. Um, He freed all the slaves. They became his crew. And he became a pirate. Oh, wow. The most important thing to know about Black Caesar was that. You have to do that again. (laughs) The most, import, the most important thing to note about Black Caesar's piracy was that for the first few years, he didn't even sail around going to rob people. He just pretended like he was shipwrecked on this island. And he had a long boat, which is like a small raft. But yeah. then he had a ship behind the island. So he just pretended to be shipwrecked. People would, um, um, other captains would see him. They would send people. They would pick him up from the island, him and his boys, thinking, ah, we have some free slaves today. <laughs> we would take them to their ship. <laughs> Black Caesar would come out with weapons, take over the ship, rob oh, them, wow. sometimes kill them, but mostly rob them, and then go back to the island. If, and then if they needed to get a drink, they would sail to a different island. or <clears throat> Yeah, if they needed to get a drink, they would sail to a different island or go somewhere else and have fun. But they just had a particular cove that they stayed on and they just used to rob
0: wow. people.
1: They did that for a few years and eventually the block got hot. So they had to, you know, they had to stand up and they had to start, you know, doing some good old piracy like everyone else. Um, Black Caesar amassed a massive fortune. And eventually he was able to hire more crew, and you know, they kept on building that fortune. And by the end Early 1700s, he joined Blackbeard's crew as his lieutenant. And he was there at uh, Blackbeard's death at the hands of Lieutenant Robert Maynard.
0: Sorry. Okay. He was there at Blackbeard's death. Yeah. He
1: was like his lieutenant. So he was like one of his main crew members. Uh. Um, Till this day, no one knows what tribe he was from, what part of West Africa he was from. They just know there was a big... Strong, super intelligent tenant of Blackbeard. It's called Black Jesus and um, Black Caesar. Or mm-hmm. Black Caesar. And
0: I'm going to name him what Tunde Chukwemeka Kwesi Ahmed. Um, no, nah, think need to take Northerners. Oh,
1: yeah, take everyone.
0: They ain't really taking Northerners now. I'll name him Ugh. Tunde Chukwemeka Kwesi. And his last name would be Ubong. <laughs> <laughs> that, is a, that is Black Caesar.
1: That is the story of Black Caesar.
0: That is awesome.
1: Yeah, he was an awesome guy. He lived an awesome life.
0: I mean, like... I always root for black people. But especially, like, someone who was enslaved, tricked. But you said before he, he was a some, slave asher.
1: He was... But you know how, like... Afri- He was a transatlantic slaver, he was like, he was a chieftain, you know, he would go to war mm-hmm. with other tribes, take some okay. people as slaves, and you know... So he was
0: taking tributes. Tributes, exactly, yeah, like, slavery,
1: like slavery within West Africa is very, very different, different from transatlantic slavery. People would take slaves after winning a war, a battle, and those were essentially just, you know, workers. They weren't flogging them, they weren't treating them like they were less than human. You know, it was just a rite of war. Um,
0: yeah. I was about to say something so terrible.
1: What were you going to say?
0: When you said they weren't flogging them, I say, uh, unless they work for Glo. Ah. As <laughs>
1: Some lashings for the globe, man there. Edit that out. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I'm going to talk about the most successful heist in history. Mm. But before I talk about it, I have to talk about Henry Avery. Talk know, about who? Henry Avery.
0: Okay, who's that?
1: Henry Avery was born on the 20th of August, nineteen. I said 19 1659 in um, Plymouth, England. Mm. He was the son of John Avery and his wife. Their family were very established. Um almost nobility, but just very well-known and they had money and everything. So
0: many random, like, so many famous people randomly come from Plymouth. Like, I hear of that place a lot.
1: I mean, fair enough. What's in Plymouth, man? What's in Plymouth? Is there something in the world? It's in (laughs) Devon, so I guess it's a a sea town. It's good for... Okay,
0: that makes sense. Yeah. Because then, if it's a sea town, you'd have the sailors, the the pirates, the Mm -hmm. colonialists. Okay.
1: Yeah. So, you know, every... He you know, lives his normal life he's he's very good at his schoolwork. Mm. a bit of a troublemaker but he eventually joins the royal navy service he becomes a slaver for a while after being discharged from the royal service and so after, i hate him okay yeah of course and then after a, a while after that he becomes a pirate now while Avery is a pirate he doesn't do anything of particular renown or particular fame he just is a normal pirate. He has he finds his little licks here and there, he was still from the Portuguese, still from the Spanish, still from the English.
0: So this is the thing. So he goes from being a navy man to a slaver to a thief.
1: Most pirates did that. That was a typical path. I see. Yeah. Now Avery at some point set sail for the volcanic island of Perim to wait for an Indian fleet that would be passing soon. The fleet was easily the richest prize in Asia perhaps the entire world and any pirate who managed to capture it would have been the perpetrators of the world's most profitable pirate raid mm-hmm. Avery's ship which he had by the way he, he'd gotten from a mutiny again like most pirates did was named the Fancy the Fancy that was the name of his ship yeah the Fancy <laughs> do
0: you know what Blackbeard's ship was called I don't know
1: doom 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 are you ready for this yeah Queen Anne's Revenge
0: I love that yeah. Queen Anne's Revenge Queen Anne's Revenge I love that I like a good I like a good ship name Now the thing If I'm, you had
1: Yeah Go on
0: If you were a pirate Yeah And you had a ship What would it be called? Yes
1: To copy this tune
0: Oh um, What did I ask you That That's just awesome, <laughs> nice question? To copy this tune copy this too. You're obsessed with copy
1: Who isn't?
0: You're obsessed who is this, with
1: coffee. Who isn't obsessed with coffee?
0: I don't know. I feel like there's a few of us out there, Who are not.
1: We just don't care about coffee. <laughs> I no, I like, I, mean, I actually I mean,
0: like. I think she's cool.
1: I, I, I actually don't care about coffee. I just, I was just thinking about like who are the women in Nigerian pop culture that just come to my head whenever I think of women in Nigerian pop culture. It's either, it's either to copy this tune or I would name the ship the Savage, like are I see. Yeah. Fair enough. Or oh, Arias star,
0: <laughs> yeah? that also works. Yeah. Actually,
1: I you like Arias star. I think that's good. Arias star. star. Yeah, a possessive na- noun. um
0: Yeah, no. Do you know how to know what I'll name my ship? What? Alaladimia <laughs> Shake. Hey, God! <laughs> I'm joking. I'll name it the Big Don Daddy.
1: Big Don Daddy. Yes.
0: Okay. The Big Don Daddy.
1: All right. So it's a brickyard. It's just a nice huge warship. I'm, I'm thinking 19 guns on each side. What would you have in the front of your ship? Like some people would have like a giant moose or a mermaid or a siren. Yeah.
0: What
1: what what statue would you have? Like a an installment. What would you what would you put there? A shark's bike.
0: That's a good question. It's a leopard. A leopard. Um. Edo. You know, like, uh, we used to have leopards in the Oba's palace back in the day. It's one of our, like, spiritual animals. Okay. Okay. I'll put a leopard. That's... With, like, blood dripping from its mouth.
1: Nice. Okay. Well, this has been
0: <laughs> very... <laughs> a great insight into my mental well-being. Yeah,
1: this has been a history <laughs> Rorschach <Russia> test. <laughs>
0: Like if you take your child to therapy and they're like, Yeah man, I want the blood dripping from their parts mouth, they're like <laughs>
1: Well, we can unpack that another time.
0: Another time. Okay, let's go. Let's go back to the loot. The, All right. the boot? No, the booty? What do you call it? The the the, b-
1: the loot and the booty. Okay. Yeah. Or the booty. Now, um, Avery was very well-known for collaborating with other pirates. I think that was what made him special as a pirate. He liked to work with other pirates. The work makes the
0: dream work. Yeah, he
1: was very much an Ocean's Eleven kind of guy. Oh, they were literally no, on the you ocean. did
0: not do that.
1: Mm, I, I am are good. so proud of yourself. I am good. Now, for this um, heist, he didn't think he could take it alone. So, he reached out to a bunch of other pirates We're talking. Thomas Wake, Thomas Tew, who else? William Mays on The Pearl. Joseph Farrow on Portsmouth Adventure. That was the name of his ship. Richard Want on Dolphin. That was the name of his ship. Dolphin. That was the name of his ship, yeah. So, all these men came together and they waited for a ship. What ship did they wait for?
0: Let's hear it.
1: It was a convoy of 25 grand Mughal ships, including the enormous 1,600-ton Ganji Sawai. The Ganji Sawai, which was Anglicanized, is that the word? I don't know. But it was... Sure, the English called it because they couldn't say it. They're bad at saying words that they don't know. So they called it the Gunsway. Mm. So we'll call it the Gunsway for now. The Gunsway had... First of all, I need you to know that if a ship had 19 to 20 cannons... That is a bad boy ship you don't mess with. Yeah. That's yeah. a ship. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The gunsway had 80 cannons.
0: What?
1: And its escorts, the Fateh Muhammad, was spotted and that ship had about 40 cannons.
0: So the escort is even like a, 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 a <laughs> big
1: boy. No, you have to understand like the gunsway was carrying um, the most precious items on the sea that belonged to the Mughal Empire. The Mughal Empire was this early empire in Southeast Asia, mm-hmm. and it controlled the, almost the entire Southeast Asia from the 16th to the 19th century. These guys had their ships, their little convoys, their setup, and they were waiting for the, the, ships, to come. the ships to come.
0: Question, have you seen uh, Sea Beast?
1: No, the animated movie on Netflix. No. Yeah. Is it good?
0: It's so good.
1: I'll check it out. I'll check it's it out. so good.
0: I'll and there's some out. good shanties. Because there's a ship on there that has like 18 guns, and you're yeah. like, Whoa, it's crazy! And everyone else has like 15. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, and like the visualization of just those many guns like a
1: 1600 ton ship is insane. The amount of people it would take to man that ship could f- probably fit on like
0: it's a city, ships.
1: it's a city essentially, That's yeah. Crazy. And it carried a city's worth of you know loot. Now, the dolphin was too slow So it lagged behind the rest of the pirate ships And it was burned It was burned by the um, gunsway They saw it early They destroyed it But much of the crew were able to escape Because of how far it was lagging So Mm. they joined every ship And they just kind of, you know here dolphin
0: now. does sound like the weak spot. I'm the, not gonna <laughs> <of that. laughs> The weak ship. <laughs> Just dolphin? Like the funny
1: the funny thing is it was the small it was the smallest ship at the time, you know, out of all the main pirates. But the captain of the dolphin, uh, it was Richard Want. He was by far the most talented captain sailing amongst mm. them. So he had the smaller ship, but, you know, he also... So
0: he, so he chose a very apt name, because yeah. dolphins are small intelligent, but they're also, like, really aggressive animals. They're very
1: aggressive animals, yeah.
0: They, like, commit murder. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and other crimes. Um, <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> they do
1: other crimes. They do many crimes. They do. They do many crimes. They are,
0: like, they have very good PR. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the fancy, which had... 46 guns but oh so the fancy That's no, it's serious no, no the fancy was serious his fancy had 46 guns a lot of which were installed for that particular heist but had been weakened because he, um, Avery had been in a fight a battle earlier with one of the people that were helping him with the heist Edward uh, with um 2 Thomas 2 they had weakened his capacity for you know a fight so everyone was really I don't know how do you put it it was an uphill battle for every pirate involved mm. eventually Alicia sure. They took down the convoy, they chased the Mughal ship around the gunsway, and they eventually caught up to them. They overtook it. And by the way, I just need to know that this this entire campaign spawns like over a week. This isn't just like one uh, one afternoon. afternoon. It's like they will fight here, they will fight there, two days later they will fight there. They're all on the sea together. They're all drinking champagne and watching each other like, what's the easiest to do? Champagne. I mean, whatever they have. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not champagne. Um, but yeah, a—it's it's, it's a drawn out battle. Mm. And it's several ships, it's several days.
0: There's like 25 ships in the convoy. In the convoy, yeah. That's a lot of ships. I know.
1: So it takes a lot of pirates and you know their fleets, their best boats to take those guys out the captain of the gunsway was he was a mughal captain his name was mughal yeah he was a, and he was a, he was like dark so he was moorish as well
0: so he was black
1: yeah he was like a because
0: yeah. moors were bad
1: yeah moors were black he was moorish like he was the thing is like the mughal empire was a lot of asia including um parts of the middle east as well yeah so he was like an arab moorish man
0: okay but you know this thing confuses me honestly because like when they say the Moors took over Portugal and look at the pictures and stuff it's mm-hmm. not Arabs they're black they're people. black yeah they're black
1: no but like so, they but were he,
0: but but you also had like I guess you had there were black people with names
1: like Ahmed Suleiman you know
0: I know Ahmed. I know an Ahmed Suleiman. This really? <laughs> Nigerian.
1: No, I, I same actually. Same.
0: <laughs> no, I get what you mean, yeah. but it's, it was and, a, and reli- would, it's they, like they a religious would, thing, yes, right? And they, would,
1: they were, yes, they were all Muslim. They were, they were Muslim. Yeah, they turbaned. Turbaned, exactly. Don't you know people who turbaned?
0: Exactly. Uh-uh. But, it, <laughs> but no, I get what you're saying. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying, but I, cause I find it very curious in history. Um... Because I feel like when the person is black or potentially black, then they use very vague terms, de- terms and descriptions it. for them. Yeah. But when they say white man, it's clear as day. Like, you know English he's man. from Plymouth. Yeah. Like, yeah. But do you know what I'm saying? But when yeah. it's the other one, like, I don't yeah. know how to explain I mean, because we
1: are like, I feel like there's the parts of the world that are just so well-traveled that you could see a location and you couldn't tell what race the person was.
0: Yes. Yeah. 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 So, so okay. So the captain was Moorish. He was Moorish. Yeah.
1: He had fought with Edward II earlier in the day, mm-hmm. before the main attack, and he had killed him. Okay,
0: who's Edward II? Um, one of the other yeah, pirates. One yeah. of the pirates. Right? Yeah. He was one
1: of the pirates. He was. He was basically part of the Gunsway Heist Alliance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Ocean's Eleven at the time. Um. Sorry, Thomas II, not Edward II. So he had fought with Thomas II earlier in the day and killed him. Two had a. 20 gun ship, and that was Amity and that was taken out the Amity had also fought with Henry Avery's ship earlier in the week and had weakened his ship so it was just a a bit of a mess at that point okay eventually Avery sailed in pursuit of the gunsway and he overtook her after about 8 days the gunsway was you know fearsome it had 80 guns but all in all it had 90 guns it had 80 cannons where it had like you know 12 other guns mortars You know the ones that just fire up? Oh, okay. And then they land on your ship. (laughs) After like 12 seconds in the air. They had stations manned for everything. It was just a ship you wouldn't want to... Like, if you saw them, if you saw that fleet, you would go in the opposite direction. Yeah. Because if they... The idea of them thinking you are potentially an enemy could be disastrous for your crew, yeah. whatever country you were from. They, and they caused so many diplomatic incidents, but like, no one could really take them down. The East India, India Trading Company couldn't take them down. But eventually, um, Avery overtook them in the battle. He used a very strange technique that most people didn't employ at the time, which was he fired his cannons at their cannons usually they fire on deck you try and kill the captain you try and kill some important crew members yeah but well, he fired at their cannons which triggered a massive explosion on the ship
0: of course
1: blew up you know because cannons obviously they're he like he
0: used their gunpowder yeah he used he their
1: gunpowder he, yeah, he he
0: gun against them
1: <laughs> he was like why do you have so many guns <laughs> in fact <laughs> he shot so he shot at their guns and exploded I, it killed a Lot of its gunners it, and it caused you know a lot of confusion and it demoralized the crew. The fancy then came from behind, and the fancy is manned by 113 men. By the way, after they've seen the cannons destroyed, everyone is gingered, <laughs> they are ecstatic. They get their swords out, yeah, they board the ship mm-hmm. and they take it over. It's very important to remember that Avery was a slaver, so he wasn't content with his victory, no. They subjected their captives to about a week's worth of torture, murdering prisoners at will, and they also forced them to reveal the location of the ship's treasure. Yeah. The loot for, from the Gunsway heist was about It range from 325 to 600,000 pounds. By today's standards, mm. it would be worth 97 million dollars. Now, should I tell you the worst part?
0: The slaver just beat a Moorish man. So. Yeah, I
1: know. <laughs> the worst part was, you remember how Avery had, you know, brought a crew together, a bunch of captains for this heist? Yeah. When it was time to share the treasure, he slipped out in the middle of the night with his crew and they escaped with all of the cash. No. Yes, they shared not one cent of the treasure.
0: No. I mean,. What do they say? There's no honour amongst thieves. No,
1: yeah, exactly. No honour amongst thieves.
0: But, oh. Uh, it gets worse. How?
1: Because at a time where he was arguably the richest man on the planet, Yeah. Henry Avery disappeared with his roots and lived happily ever after. He was never found or heard from again.
0: I hope, I hope he didn't disappear. I hope somebody just killed him, buried him somewhere, and took the loot And We just don't know. Yeah, that would be cool. That, that, would, be cool. that would be much preferred. That would be
1: cool. But also, I mean, this was a smart man. He had a crew. He had like, you know, he's not going to disappear alone. He's going to disappear with his big dogs. They're going to move uh, to Lagos Island.
0: <laughs> honestly. Build some houses. That's what they used to do. Yeah, Isn't it Blackbeard that um, laid siege on... A Where did he lay siege on... Because he had syphilis and needed syphilis medication. But he held like a whole town hostage for a week. And he was like, open your ports And they're like, you're Blackbeard. And he was like, I actually just want medicine this time. <laughs> What's that pirate show? Do you know the pirate show I'm talking about? Where they talk about how they kind of create their own quasi-governments and stuff black like sales. that. Black sales. Yes, that's the show. Um,
1: the, there's, actually a, there's actually a myth that it was actually created. Um, it's called it was called Libertalia and it was a pirate city oh, wow. constructed by some of the best architects on the planet because they could afford to pay them and if not they would kidnap them and oh. it was rumored that because um, you know, the thing is a lot of the most successful pirates in history yeah disappeared
0: makes sense
1: so it was rumored that they went and built Libertalia and they spent the rest of their days in paradise essentially
0: I mean, like, a lot of bad people just honestly live to enjoy it there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, ba- bad people are good at life for some reason. It's weird.
0: Uh, I think it's, yeah. I thought the 90 million with the 90 million booty would be true. Mm. Because there was a, p- a point in time where the governors of the Bahamas, actually, mm-hmm. were being paid in sugar. Mm.
1: imagine imagine pirates not taking advantage of that level that type of
0: like because if something yeah like if 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 no not even sapper like as in because sugar was like very valuable very valuable either they were being yeah so they would be paid in sugar Mm -hmm. from like the sugar plantations um instead of having to like send pounds from England and then they would now sell that off or whatever they wanted to do they would
1: they trade with pirates sometimes I don't know it seems like, like a natural like asking, progression
0: yeah it's like asking would a politician be corrupt probably yeah probably, probably. <laughs> probably. I mean a lot of I, I'm not sure a lot though. of
1: governors were ex so you know a oh. lot of a lot of governors would be, would go on to become pirates so it's a very
0: I was reading something about how like Lugard was basically like a security operative body like was a security guard kind of mm-hmm. like because a security operative and then they're like oh you're good at like Killing them and securing our stuff, so Mm. you're in charge of my money post. Yeah, like it's a bit crazy. Like, so it makes sense if a like if a security operative can become governor general, then a pirate can become. Yeah, look at
1: that. Look at he died childless, right? Yeah, that's good. good. It's good. It's good. Oh,
0: babe. Okay, let's go to the Chinese lady because she's awesome. Sometimes like, I guess I believe in women's right and wrong. Let's go.
1: Was she wrong like that? Okay, so the most successful pirate, female pirate in history was Zheng Yi Zhao, also known as Xiang. And she was a Chinese pirate leader who was active in the South China Sea from 1801 to 1810. It's a solid nine-year career. Most rappers don't have that, so give I was it,
0: going to say.
1: <laughs> Give it up for Xiang. Um
0: oh, Why do our careers have to be so long these days? It's so relentless. It's, it's very. Imagine relentless. you're applying for a job and they're like, "I want ten to fifteen years experience." I'm just like, "You are still working. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so I can't like, just yes. get him better one time. <laughs> I have to get him better to get him better.
1: Um. You no, know, she was. So she was born in 1775. In somewhere in China, I imagine. Um, I I can't pronounce it. Xinhui Guangdong. She worked as a prostitute or a madame for a brothel for a while and then she married Zheng Yi, a very well known pirate. Zheng Yi was a pirate and he fought as a privateer for the Vietnamese Tay Son dynasty in a series of wars against China. And, you know, he fought several fleets, some of which were his cousins he was from a family of pirates as well. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, Zeng Yi was from a family of well-known pirates whose roots were traced to the Ming, to the Ming dynasty. That was like okay. two generations before okay. the current dynasty. Yeah, So, that's
0: fun. Uh, I guess. I yeah. mean,
1: I guess you're killing each other. You know, how, fun, you know how, you know, the thing is like Asian piracy... Which was very typical to piracy everywhere else. I think you know you know how industrious how industrious Asians can be. Yeah, and it's like anything you do, you do to if the they, best of your ability. Yes, you so piracy best. was like that for them. Like you can't just, you can't you can't be in and out. You can't dip your toe if you're a pirate. you pirate. You're a, pirate. <laughs> you're a pirate. And if you're a great pirate.
0: You're excellent. excellence
1: Your excellence Your son might be a great pirate too His son might be a great pirate
0: I love that See, because you know We were talking about Dynastic bias yeah. in, in professions You know yeah. <laughs> I want to know What the dynastic pi- bias In piracy is <laughs> No, think about it now. Like yeah. you imagine being born on the seas and being born around yeah. such tough and harsh and exciting conditions, and you might die on Tuesday,
1: <laughs> like you know, like yeah. That's it. it actually, it, it must raise some pretty interesting
0: people. No, because okay, imagine that that's how you grew up to like the age of fourteen, and then mm-hmm. someone now tells you. And be a clerk mm. <laughs> Obama will scratch you <laughs> like you will not <laughs> you would not be able to do nine to five no, now. fair
1: enough fair enough fair enough but yeah
0: um so she marries yes yeah, so into she into marri- a family of pirates
1: into a, a a family of pirates on November 1807 her husband fell overboard a and he died at the tender age of 42. So Zengi took over her deceased husband's operations through the support of his nephew.
0: Madams are very industrious. Also.
1: Yeah, I mean the way she uh, apparently did it was she balanced. Because um, the, the thing is, they were pirates, but they were also in a confederation, a massive confederation of pirates in South Asia. Okay. So, and also like this confederation, a lot of the top dogs are like rela- their relatives. So she's married into this family. She's obviously like spent like years in it. So she knows the family dynamics and everything. She knows who to please, who to send a hamper, who to avoid when they're drunk. All of that, all the politics and everything. So you know she she she's well. She knows how to balance everyone. And her, ne- her family loved her because she was she was quite kind. Like her nephew supported her becoming the next pirate queen. So yeah, effectively, she inherited her, you know, his informal commander um, command over an entire fleet of pirate confederation ships. Her nephew became the official commander of the red flag fleet, which was a different division of the yeah. confederation. Uh, according to a report by Wen Shengzi, a government official who led negotiations with Zeng Yi, Zeng Bao obeyed Yi's orders and consulted her on all things before acting. Love it yeah after taking control of the federation which he eventually did her and her nephew entered a sexual relationship
0: love it
1: not her nephew by blood so everyone relax
0: i mean yeah because that's her husband's yeah like, Sons, her. yeah no, she's keeping it in the family it was
1: speculated that they were already in one before her husband died but you know there's no
0: i mean if it okay
1: there's no way to prove he's been things.
0: backing her in all her moves okay right okay yeah no i did not mean that to yeah. That sounded like sexual. No, I know. I know. I meant he. He yeah. backed her play with the Confederacy. Oh
1: God, this is not sounding great.
0: Mm-hmm. I was about to say he was at her back. He was <laughs> No, he was on her team. Mm-hmm. So he's probably been playing for that team for a while. I don't. I don't doubt that. Fair enough. So but she's now with her nephew. She's
1: with her nephew. She's in charge of the entire Confederation. Now we're talking about a confederation with... Um, How
0: many ships? Oh, yeah.
1: wait, mm, over 100. Over 100 ships. Ah. Yeah. She amasses a fortune of close to... What well, today would be considered to be about $30 million. Mm. Just from different campaigns, fights, battles. A particularly interesting one was the blockade of Tung Chung Bay. Where? In desperation, Chinese officials looked with renewed interest... At the foreign barbarians, hoping to obtain aid against um, Zengi. They were like, yo, we need these white people to take out these pirates.
0: I was like, who are the foreign barbarians? Oh my god. The
1: foreign barbarians, quote-unquote, were Portuguese. Oh, oh, They were the Portuguese.
0: Oh my gosh. This has made my day. I know. This is... <laughs>
1: in early November 1809 Zengi suddenly left the Pearl River with a few ships and anchored at Tung Chung Bay north of Lantu Island for repairs you see remember she's just going for repairs so she doesn't need that many ships with her she's just going to chill somewhere via mm-hmm. listen to some Thames while she's getting her ship fixed maybe have sex with her nephew who knows Ah,
0: uh, what
1: <laughs> anyway um 83 ships from the provincial fleets joined by the um, portuguese um moved towards her and they created a massive blockade the pirates made various attempts to counterattack and break the blockade but were unsuccessful due to unfavorable winds on the 23rd the pirate the pirates managed to capture one ship from the um provincial fleet and they that killed they killed the 74 men on board just to show that look this one ship We're not playing with you guys. What? This the blockade. Eventually, the situation turned into a stalemate between the pirates, Mm? Mm -hmm. the pirates and their, um, the pirates and their three ships, Mm? Mm -hmm. got into a stalemate with the blockade
0: of eighty-three
1: of eighty-three ships. Why? How? We don't know. Frustrated by the lack of progress, the captain of the blockade converted 43 of his ships into fire ships and sent them adrift towards the pirates. He set them on fire and thus pushed them towards the pirates. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait. I'm sorry. My mind cannot handle this. The pirates, 43.
1: The pirates diverted the fire ships told them ashore, extinguished the fires and broke them into firewood at this point (laughs) (laughs) what What is going on what is going on oh god at this point two of the fire ships were blown back to the provincial fleet and um, they ignited two of the blockade ships on fire on the 29th Zhang Bao, that's the nephew, Mm -hmm. and Zheng Yi, uh, pirate queen, took full advantage of the wind and broke out through the blockade and escaped to the South China Sea.
0: Wow.
1: They lost three ships. Remember, she sailed with three ships. Yes. So they they had only one ship left. Yes. And they didn't lose any men. All the other men from the ships that sunk, they just came onto her ship. Yes. And they escaped together. Meanwhile... Um
0: The Chinese and the Portuguese
1: Yeah, the Chinese and the Portuguese lost a lot more Actually, I think the official number was No, wait, no, no, sorry Let's let's catch that They lost no ships Yes They lost about 40 men The pirates Okay The Chinese Yeah And the Portuguese lost three ships All full of men Remember, they killed 74 men on one ship Yeah The others were ignited And they set fire And they sent them back to them yeah. The wind sent it back to them So, yeah um, it was very interesting. All the fire ships, all the fire, all the 43 fire ships they sent towards them, two were blown back to the Chinese and the Portuguese. Mm-hmm. And the rest of them, they just threw them to the shore and broke them up for firewood. Which is actually quite brilliant. Because, while the blockade was happening, the wind that sent those ignited ships back to mm-hmm. the senders were a wind that caused like a monsoon like a hurricane so they actually needed firewood
0: so they're like thanks guys they're
1: like thank you guys and in the chaos they just left and they escaped the blockade wow now in 1810 the Pirate Confederation broke apart and um, no one was really sure why but a lot of them surrendered including our protagonist
0: okay
1: yeah Zengi Zengi um, she, went <clears throat> she went to the she went to the she realised that their position, they weren't they were, they were in a strong position of power and that that they could keep moving with impunity but they had enough of a position of power that they could negotiate a strong solid surrender and none of them would have to die or probably be in prison
0: so this is like retirement plan this is a smart
1: this is a retirement plan
0: this goes against what Diddy said was it Diddy or Jay-Z like don't go out when you're hot don't like go. <laughs> I guess it's sometimes different when you're you black should, in America well I think sometimes right it's like you go when you're hot right like when you when you have the power to negotiate your way mm-hmm. not when they've like finished you and you have no say. Again. yeah so it makes
1: sense yeah um you know the nephew after the surrender, he did some mercenary work for the Chinese government, and he was very impressive as a commander. You know, he be, he beat a bunch of their enemies, but he eventually died at seventy-six. Yi died at sixty-eight, retired with her fortune. Now, sixty-eight in that time. I
0: don't know. I think sixty-eight at any time. Yeah. Well, solid. I don't know. I
1: think in that time, 68 in the 1800s, 68 is like living to a hundred.
0: 68 when you live a life of Paris. Oh,
1: you've seen like four different lifetimes. Bro. Yeah.
0: That is, I think that would be solid. Like, You know what I'm saying? I think that's solid. That's solid. She's yeah. lived how many lives? That's solid from her. Good um,
1: job. Her and her nephew had developed a, the Paris Code that was used by the Federation. Can I read you the three rules? Only three? Yeah. It was a, it was a very simple code.
0: Let's get
1: it if any pirate ship goes privately on shore, he shall be taken, his ears mutilated, he'll be paraded around the fleet and executed.
0: If he goes, what
1: if any pirate privately goes on shore?
0: What does that mean?
1: You don't leave the ship. Oh, wow, mm-hmm. wow, yeah. Um, Not the least thing shall be taken privately from the stolen or plundered goods. All shall be registered. The pirate receives for himself, out of ten parts, only two. Eight parts belong to the storehouse, called the general fund. And those who steal anything out of the general fund shall be executed. Fair. Yeah. Women captured from villages shall not be harmed or harassed. All All women captives shall be registered, their place of origin recorded, and given separate quarters. Those who rape or commit adultery with the women captive shall be executed.
0: I love this. <laughs> I love this.
1: Yeah.
0: No, because for it to be the one of three, like one, don't leave your ship. Two, don't steal from the pot. And three. Don't harm women.
1: Don't harm or harass.
0: Or harass, or even sleep in the same quarters as. Like or make even sure adultery. They, like make sure they're registered. And make you sure know they're, where they're from. You know where they're from. Who their people are. Mm-hmm. I love this yeah. so much, so much. Mm. Wow.
1: Yeah. It was Good a pretty, job. pretty, pretty sick little thing. She she planned it very well. You Good can you, you can job. see why she lived for so long. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, that's been us with the pirates stories. You guys want a sea shanty to send you off?
0: I want a sea shanty to send me.
1: This is what I want to sea shanty. We'll go back to the song we started with.
0: Bring us sugar and tea and run. One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go. guys. Have a lovely week.